been a, another week in which the official story of this pandemic has been further eroded and um, demolished. Uh, you wouldn't know that if you uh, just get your information from the mainstream media and places like the BBC, which is nothing more than a propaganda arm for the permanent government. And um, just worth making that point before I go on. You know, people say um, the BBC and other outlets in America and around the world are, are just um, pushing the government line. Well, yeah, but what government? See, there are times like with Brexit when the government of Boris Johnson was wanting Brexit, was wanting to secure Britain's withdrawal from the European Union, but the BBC was um, pushing the other way with its unbelievable bias and propaganda. Uh, and the, the point to make is that organisations like the BBC, and they're like around the world, are not pushing an agenda for the elected government of the time, although those two things can coincide and appear to be the same, what they're actually doing is pushing the agenda of the permanent government. This is the government that's always there, no matter what political party or political personality is theoretically in power. So um, here we have um, the BBC uh, pushing what appears to be, and what is, the political government line of the Johnson government. Um, but it's really pushing the line of the permanent government, which is controlled by this uh, cult. And at this time, the two coincide. So it appears that the BBC are pushing the elected government line. But what they're actually pushing is the permanent government line. And this is the government that um, is a, a pyramid of secret societies controlling the financial system, controlling the political system, uh, controlling the, uh, the media, uh, controlling the major corporations, uh, controlling government administration. And they're all there, no matter what party's in power. So this is what they're doing. They're pushing the permanent government agenda. And so when the BBC and people like that say, oh, people accuse us of, of, of being biased to the right and biased to the left, so we must be doing something right. Well, actually, that's not the case. You're not biased to the right or biased to the left. You're biased to the permanent government agenda, which is run by the cult, which is why um, you'll get the BBC constantly pushing and uh, censoring any other view on human-caused climate change, because that's the permanent government agenda. Uh, and here, with this pandemic, um, you have them in line with the, the Johnson government and suppressing all other information because the Johnson government is following the, the, the permanent government agenda. This is how it works. That's the common theme, the permanent government. So anyway, um, what, uh, what the BBC and their like are doing around the world is um, preventing information coming out 
that would show people what's really going on, uh, which is why the alternative media uh, 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 has been so important. And uh, DavidLuck.com has played a major role in this um, uh, over the last uh, few weeks since this started. Anyway, on DavidLuck.com, um, if you've not seen it, was a video this week made by an American doctor, a um, respiratory specialist. And it is absolutely explosive. He is confirming virtually everything I said in that London Real interview that was banned and what I've said in um, public video casts, that he goes as far as to say he doubts there even is a virus, and he's right to doubt that. But uh, what he's saying is just some amazing things. Uh, for instance, he does the video with some breathing app apparatus technology all around him, unused. And first of all, he says um, there is not a ventilator uh, shortage. That's all propaganda. Um, and the, these machines behind him uh, are breathing machines. So when people are struggling to breathe, you put a mask on them, you see it all the time, and they get a supply of oxygen. Now what this doctor is saying is that since this fake COVID-19 um, hysteria began, the, um, they've been banned from using this um, simple method of giving patients oxygen. In his words, what he says is, we can't use these, um, th these um, machines. We have to, in his words, let the patient crash and then put them directly on a ventilator, which is very invasive and can be very destructive. Um, and of course, if you're an old, an old person, you almost certainly don't even get on the ventilator. Certainly in Britain, um, when you look at the do not resuscitate um, pressure to sign for old people to sign do not resuscitate uh, agreements so they can be allowed to die and then be tagged COVID-19, which is something else that this doctor says that no matter what people are dying of, uh, late stage lung cancer, um, heart disease, doesn't matter, he says. We have to put COVID-19 on the death certificate. And this is where the numbers are coming from. When they say, oh, so, so, so many have died from coronavirus and all that stuff, it, it, it deserves to be utterly ignored because it simply isn't true. They're making it up by redirecting diagnosis I mean, when you've got a situation like in Scotland and, and indeed Northern Ireland, and it will be the same in many other countries, where the instruction is now to doctors and medical staff that if someone tests positive for COVID-19, and they won't test positive for COVID-19, as I've said many times, because they're not testing for, for COVID-19, which is what this respiratory doctor said. We're not testing for COVID-19. We're testing for a genetic material. It's what I've been saying all along for weeks. So because this genetic material can be found in vast numbers of people, 
who, who are not sick at all. Vast numbers of people keep testing positive without any symptoms of what they say this COVID-19 is. Um, and so this is where the, uh, the, the numbers are coming from. Uh, and they're, they're all fake. And the, the death and case numbers worldwide that are being quoted are coming from an organization called Johns Hopkins University, which is the same crowd very close to Bill Gates that um, took part in that Event 201 simulation with the Gates organization and the World um, Economic Forum, another Gates-connected organization, the 1%. Um, in a simulation of a coronavirus pandemic six weeks before it started to kick off. So Johns Hopkins University are all in on this stuff and they're controlling the, the figures worldwide. And even then, they can't make the figures um, explode. Now, there are ways that they could mine, which I've talked about in the London Real uh, band interview, but at the moment, they're not. And what what we're seeing now, I was watching a uh, an edition of the Tucker Carlson show on Fox News in America this morning, before I started this recording. And um, you know, I, I I've not really bothered with the Carlson show for um, some some weeks because um, it was all the official line of the of the virus pandemic. But what's changing is that, you know, people, you know, especially of the left say, oh, you know, Tucker Carlson's far right and all that stuff. Well, I judge people by their journalism. And what Carlson does, and I agree with everything he says, of course not. But what Carlson does is he asks questions and makes points that no other journalists but well, they're not journalists, are actually making. So, you know, round of applause for that at least. And it just shows how now the official story is starting to, to unravel in the minds of anyone with half a brain cell. That Carlson's starting to question this. He's not questioned the existence of the virus yet. And, and he, he never will, because that, that would never go out unless, you know, it, it would be staggering if it did. <clears throat> but what he is doing is pointing out that the death numbers are nothing like, nothing even approaching what we were warned they, they, they could be just to get the lockdowns in place. He's also pointing out that um, basically the, the few states in America that have not locked down are not doing any worse in terms of um, this, quote, virus than all the states that have been locked down. And he, he's saying the same in relation to countries like Sweden who haven't locked down. So it's starting to unravel. Um, and it's clear from multiple, multiple sources that the hospitals are near empty. Um, I, I um, met a hospital worker um, in the street this week 
um, who came up to him. He was outside a shop, actually. And um, he was coming out and he said to me, um, you're right about what's happening. He said, the hospitals have never been so quiet. And uh, that there are hundreds of empty beds in hospitals in Britain with staff just sitting around. And this is be has become absolutely clear with the number of videos posted on YouTube of nurses and medical staff doing dance routines through empty hospital wards. I've heard this morning that um, there is a Guardian article, the Guardian, I won't call it a newspaper because I'd be lying, um, about what's happened is this in Britain, they've, um, as they have around the world, but in Britain they have um, created these um, uh, emergency temporary hospitals called Nightingale, after Florence Nightingale, a famous nurse, of course. Um, I think she was in, involved in the Crimean War, I recall. Anyway, and there's um, like thousands of beds for intensive care. And when they opened this, I, I made the point, well, who's it going to be for? Because there's, you, you haven't got the numbers to justify it. And you, you, your hospitals are, are basically half empty or, or even more than half empty as it is. So, of course, they haven't got the numbers. The last I saw, there's about four people there. But what they're saying, because it's the, the, the scale of lies has shocked even me, having um, researched these people all these years. But um, And the scale of the lies just does actually... Um, confirm some desperation but um, they're saying that they can't fully open or, or even or even open at all in, in, in reality this Nightingale emergency um, intensive care quote hospital in a conference center because of a shortage of nurses these are the nurses prancing around making uh, making dancing videos in empty hospitals with nothing to do. It's extraordinary, the scale of lies. But you see, this has to be kept from people because one of the psychological scams that's going on, and there are many, is this focus on praise and almost worship of health workers. Now, there are many health workers who are genuine people and dedicated people, and they, they, they need to be um, acknowledged, absolutely right. But there's lots of health workers uh, that, that are very indifferent as well. And there's others that are psychopaths. I mean, some of the most um, unpleasant people I've ever met, um, when I go back to, you know, when my father died in a, uh, a geriatric hospital, some of the most unpleasant people I've ever met have been um, in the in the uh, in the medical profession. That's not to say there are not large numbers of very dedicated, um, decent, uh, genuine people. 
Uh, however, um, this worship of them is nothing to do with them. It's part of this psychology that the hospitals are war zones. Um, Organisations like the BBC and CNN and MSNBC and all the rest of them, they could find out very easily, as members of the public have, that the hospitals are not war zones at all. They've never been so quiet in the name, in the in the words of this um, hospital worker that I met, who, who does work in intensive care. Um, and so every week they have mass clapping for the National Health Service workers who are sitting around strumming their fingers, thinking about a theme for the next video. And we've had this week a, um, a one world, note the language, one world, one world government, one world centralization is what that's about. Um, one world together at home, global special to support healthcare workers in the fight against the COVID-19 pandemic. And what this was to, again, globally focus on health workers, and they're doing fantastic, oh, amazing things. I'm not saying some of them aren't, but I mean, clearly that they are in, in many and various um, guises. But the great majority aren't, not now, because the, the, the hospitals are, have never been so quiet. Why? Because um, they have to save the hospitals from being overrun. Uh, they have um, cancelled operations, they've cancelled consultations, they've cancelled other diagnoses, which uh, is going to, and I'm going to come to this, which is um, uh, killing increasingly large numbers of people from other things. But because of the death certificate scam, when they die of those other things and have uh, either tested positive for COVID-19, not, not COVID-19 at all, the, the genetic material, which so many people have anyway, or in the view of a doctor, they have COVID-19 symptoms. Uh, COVID-19 goes on the death certificate when they um, die of other things. And this is happening on an absolutely vast scale. So we had these clueless, mindless celebrities like um, Lady Gaga and Paul McCartney and Mick Jagger and goes on and on and on, spouting the official line uh, from their mansions while the rest of the population go under. Oh, how wonderful the health workers are. Um, you know, if you, if you want a mindless person, then you start with the celebrity set first, because that will keep you busy for a while. Anyway, this world celebration of one world together at home was organized by the World Health Organization, which is owned by uh, Bill Gates. He's the second biggest funder, second only to the 
United States government and an organization called Global Citizen. Global Citizen is owned by Bill Gates. Um, and look at the language, Global Citizen. Um, getting rid of borders so a world government controls everything and countries come to an end. This has been the agenda all along. This is why um, cult front men like George Soros have put more than $30 billion into an organization called the Open Society Foundations. Open society meaning open borders. It all fits um, in the end. Um, and uh, the, the mainstream media um, has not covered this, but just any, any of this, of course it isn't, because it's owned by the same cult ultimately. But um, what um, we have seen um, uh, this week uh, is an article uh, um, in, the, in the mail, the, um, the British uh, Daily Mail uh, stroke Mail on Sunday uh, website, Mail Online, um, in which they have um, revealed the following in relation to Britain, and this will be going on around the world because it's a globally orchestrated um, script. Private hospitals that have been taken over by the National Health Service in fight against coronavirus at a cost of hundreds of millions of pounds are, quote, sinfully empty, leaving hundreds of the country's top doctors bored and twiddling their thumbs. What the mail does not say is that is what is happening in the non-private uh, NHS hospitals as well. So this is the story. Private hospitals taken over by the NHS at the cost of hundreds of millions of pounds of taxpayers' money to fight the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, they never put pandemic in, in, in quotes, of course. Are sinfully empty, medics have told um, the Mail on Sunday. Senior clinicians at private hospitals claim hundreds of the country's best doctors have been left twiddling their thumbs during the outbreak, putting people's health at risk from other um, illnesses and postponed operations. Last month, 8,000 beds in private hospitals across the country were taken under public control. NHS England said 20,000 fully qualified staff in the hospitals, including 700 doctors, were needed to battle COVID-19. No, they were needed to sell the public perception that they need to battle COVID-19 and how dangerous it is. So they will sit like a bunch of prats in their home because some uh, other uh, minute bunch of prats in government say they must. Um, but the article goes on. <clears throat> but one London-based consultant orthopaedic surgeon said, what we are seeing at the moment is sinful and shocking mass of empty private hospitals and empty beds. Like I say, same happening in the NHS hospitals. 
Um, most of them are gathering dust, he said, with a whole load of doctors twiddling their thumbs, and it's costing the NHS millions. But, you know, there is no, uh, there is no price limit when the cult is um, running a scam. The surgeon said only emergency and time-critical operations were being allowed at his hospital, adding, I've, I have a waiting list of 25 people who need major operations right now. One with severe arthritis is crying out in pain every night, unable to sleep. I was asked, is there anything you can do? I said nothing and advised her to take painkillers. A second medic said his hospital was fairly empty and underused, while another said he was pretty bored. I am unsure if the hospitals are being used in the most efficient way, he said. Oh, you're not kidding. A, a, a fourth doctor said private hospitals in North London were largely empty, despite repeated offers to help out with patients from, and this is the key, this is where the mail then turns to its usual role of propaganda. Um, despite repeated offers to help out with patients from overrun NHS wards, they are not overrun. So this is what is going on, and it's going on um, all over um, the world, and it is leading to um, what is going to be, the longer this goes on, an extraordinary um, tidal wave of people dying at home with, um, without um, treatment and dying of things they don't need to die of because they've not been diagnosed. Gareth was telling me a story um, of someone that he knows where the, a person was um, feeling ill at home, lockdown, and uh, the, the, they called, because they couldn't see a doctor, they called the um, so-called helplines to say um, they were ill, Guess what they were diagnosed with? COVID-19. No one gets ill anymore except by COVID-19, which, given it doesn't exist, is quite a trick. Uh, so she was told to isolate. And then that she went on feeling ill. And the th same thing went on until her partner said, well, sod this. We're going to the hospital, which you're told not to do, because the more people go to hospital, the more people see that the, the places are, 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 are basically um, like the Mary Celeste. Uh, and um, so when she got to hospital, they diagnosed her. She had stomach cancer, from which she died shortly afterwards. And um, only a tiny number of people are allowed to go to her funeral because of lockdown laws. You know, when I say that um, the um, the world is run by psychopaths, I, I don't say it for effect. 
but that's exactly what it's um, run by. Uh, and as a result of this, there was um, a story this week. I'll remember it, but I'm going to see if I can find it as well. Um, where um, people um, are who are suffering from cancer, and and uh, that actually goes on from the, the the story that I've just told from the Gaz knows, um, is that um, yeah I found the story, is that thousands of people are not being diagnosed with cancer because they're not seeing a doctor. And if they call in and say how they feel, it's COVID-19. So this is the um, this is the story. Thousands missing out on cancer diagnosis. Delays in diagnosing and treating people with cancer could lead to more uh, years of lost life than with COVID-19, according to a leading cancer expert. A drop-off in screening and referrals means roughly 2,700 fewer people are being diagnosed every week. Cancer screening has paused in Wales, Scotland and Northern Ireland, with few invitations sent out in England. This will be going on all over the world. People are still advised to contact their doctor with worrying symptoms. And what will he say? You've got COVID-19. But Richard Sullivan, Professor of Cancer and Global Health at King's College London, said there was uh, more fear of COVID-19 than having cancer at the moment. With uh, general practitioner doctors more difficult to contact than normal, this was resulting in a dramatic drop-off in referrals to specialists. Another reason the hospitals are so quiet. Most modelers in the, you know, what are they, what are they talking about? You know, what, model trains? No, these are the computer modelers um, that the whole this, this has been based on. But anyway, uh, the estimate of deaths is going to be way greater, he said, than we're going to see with COVID-19. We're not going to see any deaths from COVID-19. It doesn't exist. With cancer patients generally much younger, Professor Sullivan predicted years of lost life will be quite dramatic on top of a huge amount of avoidable mortality. Mags um, Bailey, a uh, 58-year-old from Reading, had a mole removed last year and found it was a, a melanoma, the skin cancer, in February. She had another appointment in April to find out if her cancer had spread. But she was really upset to find out it had been cancelled and no one contacted her to say so. I sort of swing between feeling completely positive to thinking, oh my God, I've got cancer cells running through my body and who knows what they're doing. Mag says she completely understands the NHS is under immense pressure with coronavirus. You see how the perceptual scam has infiltrated the minds even of people like this. But she wonders if the right decisions are being made. Well, of course they're not. 
she's now considering private surgery. Uh, well, I think you'd probably be able to get in at the moment. To be not able to have treatment, I feel I should be getting. I really didn't have a, any choice but to do something else about that. It's scary. Sarah uh, Woolner, Executive Director for Policy at Cancer Research UK, said it was a huge concern that there had been a 75% drop in urgent referrals by GPs of people with suspected cancer. According to the cancer charity, 2,300 people per week are not being diagnosed through urgent referrals. 400 people a week are not being diagnosed through screening. Our plea is that we get back to some kind of normal, uh, normality as soon as possible. Um, with um, large numbers of staff self-isolating at home, uh, many cancer treatments like chemotherapy and radiotherapy have been delayed. So what about the nurses dancing around the frickin' empty hospitals then? Can't you, can't you use some of them? Oh, no, a talent spotter might see us. He said um, huge numbers of patients would be stuck in a backlog when cancer services were opened up again, creating an enormous challenge for hospitals. It could take six to 12 months for cancer services to return to normal, but only if the lockdown measures were unlocked, quote, very quickly. In the House of Commons, Health Secretary Matt, Matt Hancock, who is a total prat uh, and being controlled by the dark suits in the background, said it was not advisable for some cancer treatments to go ahead during an epidemic because of the risks of exposure to the virus. I, I did say he was a prat, didn't I? So you've got cancer, but you um, you shouldn't have treatment for it because... Um, you might get a virus that doesn't exist. And even if people believe it does, where the vast overwhelming majority have no symptoms at all because it doesn't exist. It's genetic material they're testing for, not COVID-19. Um, so this, we are just starting to see is the legacy so easy to predict? Some of us did. Not that it took a genius to see it. Um, that this massive death toll, because of the lockdowns and the closing of hospital treatments and operations, was bound to come. And what they'll do is they'll call it COVID-19. And the same is um, happening um, in the uh, so-called care homes. I say so-called because they're not care homes anymore and nursing homes, which I'm going to come to in a second. Um, this, is, um, this is a story um, about a guy called uh, Professor Michael Levitt. He's a Nobel laureate and Stanford uh, biophysicist. And he says this week, there is no clear evidence that COVID-19 is causing massive loss of life. And, and, and the uh, 
the story says, despite evidence to the contrary in places like Europe and New York City. Well, the Pratt, uh, again, oh God, they're coming out of the woodwork, who wrote this um, article, um, has done no research to see that actually this war zone hospital story is a load of rubbish. Levitt, who is currently stuck in Israel, the article says, says it has not been a particularly bad year for, food, uh, for flu deaths. Uh, and, uh, well, a lot of the flu deaths are now COVID-19, so it won't be a, 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 a um, particularly bad year for flu deaths, will it? Because they're not being registered as flu deaths. And the people who are dying from coronavirus are those who are at risk of death anyway, who are dying of other things. Um, and Professor Levitt believes we're, we're being primed for COVID-19 panic, which is exactly what is, um, what is happening. So they're now um, manipulating the narrative to say there are vast numbers of people who've died of COVID-19 in, um, in nursing homes and in care homes. Well, I'm sure the numbers of people dying there are actually uh, uh, starting to soar, not because of COVID-19, which doesn't exist, but because of their dying of other things. Um, we were um, contacted this week by a nurse in a nursing home care home. Seems to be a, a very a genuine person um, who cares about um, the people they're caring for. And uh, this is what he says, and I'll give you word for word. I'm seeing firsthand now what's going on at the nursing homes, including mine. It's murder, mate. I am not saying it lightly. I'm willing, once this is done, to go on record with the bastards. If there is any information I can give you, I will help. Well, I've seen firsthand now the community matrons and doctors following orders, basically just denying treatment to residents on the account they have COVID. No test, no nothing. Not that the test would make any difference, but it, the point is taken. Doctors are now not coming to, into my home to examine anyone. I've had absolute murder with people begging to be placed on antibiotics. In a few weeks, you're going to see fucking dead people, dead old people all over the place. I'm done, me, mate, to be honest, once this is over. This is not what I became a nurse for. And what they're doing as these old people die, and remember they do not resuscitate um, pressure to um, have do not resuscitate forms signed by all people so that they can be allowed to die. Um, and what you see is the agenda I've been exposing for a long time by this cult to delete the world of old people and to eventually create a, 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 a system where you get to a certain age and then you take what is, was described by one cult insider as a demise pill. 
And so we're seeing old people die in in great numbers. And it's it, the true scale has not even come to light yet. And when it does, they'll say they died of COVID-19. And the mainstream media will just report it unquestioningly, as they um, always do. And um, it it's it's unbelievable um, what um, what is going on. Uh, even even if for those that um, believe in this uh, virus, the existence of this virus, um, some uh, people in the scientific profession are saying that the um, the virus was past its peak by the time the lockdown started. And when you then apply what's happening in lockdown countries against non-lockdown countries, you can see that the lockdown has been absolutely irrelevant. But what it's, um, what it's done is to turn vast numbers of the population into subservient domestic animals. 